Hey there, kids. It's me, Oni the Unicorn. And I'm here to tell you that your dreams ain't cheap. In fact, it costs a ton of cash to do. So that's why me and the Ono Radio Show need your help. Just go to the website displayed below and hit us up with some cash, yo. One dollar, five dollars, fuck, a million dollars if you have it to spare. Any amount is appreciated. Well, I gotta go because these dreams ain't gonna fuck themselves. See ya! No, 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 no. No, God, please, no. Oh, 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 no. You are listening to the Oh, no radio show. Eat a bag of dicks. So today... I got a really, really big log. That's right, that's right. Welcome back to another edition of the Oh No Radio Show. Starting off great because my my initial, my primary camera that I make to use myself looks so pretty dies right away. But hence, Ooh. it's okay, it's okay. We've got a backup for these reasons. That's why I have the backup camera, you know? This is, this is all pre-planned. This is all, this is all uh, how we run a professional radio show. Is, is with, with failing equipment. Well, you know, you know, having backups and having and secondary backups. And, and, and speaking of backups, speaking of backups, uh, of course mm-hmm. you, of course you're hearing myself, the captain of the shit ship, Owen. You're used to me. You're used to my voice. You're always also used to this other voice over here. My mustache, uh-huh. my mustache muse, Mikey, over here. Right here. Over I'm here. here. I'm always here. But but then there's but then there's a backup. You see, when when Ty can't make it, when Ty is being what they would call what a uh, jabroni, then I- then <laughs> you can pull in one of your friends from another more successful radio show you do on your network, and you pull him in. And he's the, you know, you know, he's he's probably, he's, I mean, it's, it's kind of better than the backup, really. Anyway, guys, and welcome to the show, my good friend from Ono Wrestling, the modern-day Maharaja, Matthew. How are you and welcome, sir? 
I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, boys. It's a pleasure to be on. Woo! Yeah, dude. Woo! It's uh, it's not your first time on the show. You've been here no. in studio. I don't know if you ever done the Ono Radio show via the internets like we're doing now. Like the no, I haven't. Okay, I, I wondered that. I wondered if we'd ever pulled you in for like a segment or just. I, I the only time I was ever on the Ono Radio show, Zach Zach was still on it, wow. and I sat in the closet. See, okay. See, this is this is. I got the closet treatment. You got closet. You got the closet treatment. And first time here, Zach wouldn't move. Zach would never get in the closet. There were a lot Mm -hmm. of people that wouldn't do it. But that just shows you how long ago it was that not only was Zach here, we had we had Matthew in the closet. Uh, I mean, an honor to sit in the John Cena closet, though. It was it was an honor. I think back to it with fond memories. Fond memories. I think that's where I got my start. Was right a little bit in the closet. I had to do yeah. a couple shows in the closet. It's kind of like the closet, and then then they bump bef- you to the couch. Yeah, before they let me even come close to sitting on the couch. You gotta earn your yeah. stripes. You gotta earn your stripes. Mm-hmm. You can't just go straight. You can't come just straight in and wander willy nilly onto a, a couch seat. But now that I know I share the I've shared the closet with uh, such greatness, I feel yeah. I feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. tried we, once upon a, we tried to get Big Tim to sit in the closet, but it didn't work. Like it just lo- logistically, there was a lot of stuffing. There was there, you couldn't there, empty the closet out. Someone enough. had a broom handle out. It was it was mean. <laughs> it would just it didn't it didn't. Anyway, guys, uh, it is nice to have you, Matthew. Matthew has a lot to talk about. One of the reasons that we're having him on in place of Ty, rest in peace, um, is that Ty is dead. He's not dead. <laughs> Ty is not dead. Yeah, he is. That's what I thought. That's what he told me. He's uh, employed. Okay, I, he I want to bring this up. We clowned him forever for not having a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he finally <laughs> gets a job, he's still a jabroni. Yeah, that's how yeah. it works. It's a yeah. problem. Turn yourself up just a tad, my uh, Matthew. I tur- I told you to turn down a little bit too too much. That a lot better. Are you good now? I you think now? so. I think so. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I quit my job, so I wouldn't be a jabroni anymore, dude. And that's and let's just talk about this. Let's get right into this because Matthew is a long time friend of my uh, friend of mine, friend of Duncan's, friend of of course like big part of Ono Wrestling Podcast, OnoWrestling.com. Uh, um, Ono Wrestling, wherever you find, you know, your podcast, and of course on Facebook, groups.com slash Ono Wrestling, whatever that whole thing is. Anyway, plugs aside, Motherfucker is one of my best friends, and he has been through a myriad of professional, not only triumphs, but, um, I don't know, I don't want to call them disgraces matthew but but <laughs> wait what's another synonym for disgraces uh, yeah uh god damn uh, because it's not failures on his part it's it's just then why would you use disgraces I, it, was just, it was just a term that i thought of <laughs> it was just a term that came picked out of nowhere it's a heavy term so so matthew like matthew was making like you're making some buku bucks right bro like making some good money yeah yeah really good money like, stock options everything were you yeah. gonna, were you gonna be a millionaire one day matthew if you had stuck with this maybe probably maybe maybe, maybe. close yeah. to a millionaire 
you probably would have been a million. It depends on how I would if I'd stuck it out and gotten more of those options, those ISOs. Then I tell all my friends that you're a millionaire. I just tell all my friends that you're a millionaire. That's what I tell them. Well, I feel like a millionaire. Millionaire, yeah, being on this show. So millionaire Matthew over here, he's all like, I work in the cannabis industry, right? I like I work in this highfalutin cannabis job where this motherfuckers. Are you or are you not like designing the state of the art equipment for facilities for distribution and packaging and things of the like? Uh, I, I'm not designing the equipment, but I'm I'm installing equipment and talking with a lot of manufacturers and vendors, and then I'm actually helping them. And then their engineers are creating better equipment for what I need. Um. But it's taken a long time to get there. It's not like I didn't pay my dues. I've been doing canvas for 15 years. He's making so. weed chopping machines. He's making weed Ooh. chopping and extract machines. Like he's the he's like the implementing Dry cure machines. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Like... So you're saying they're not using like a, a Pyrex dish in a little uh, pan with some water in it, making like a double boiler every time for to make hash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, once you do a hydrocarbon extraction, you can pour it in a Pyrex dish and you whip it if you want to get butter. Um, if not, if you want to do other things, you put it into like. But they're not doing it on like a hot plate, right? Yeah. No, you, for for a certain type of pass, you are. Tell it. Okay. Oh. Tell, yeah. us, tell us. But about... you can get really large hot plates and like you can get mixers that move on their own and everything yeah see we were doing it on like a kitchen stove while i was like telling a dog like yo get, get away uh, like i'm yeah, get away no, i'm doing is, stuff this is in like full-on gmp labs white coat like you have to like scrub oh. up and scrub in to get in like hair net no style nothing bro, bro. Like, like literally you have like laminar airflow hoods you have i mean like all the regulations it's absolutely insane all things you have to do especially when you're doing extraction stuff that stuff it's all because like fire departments are super scared of a lot of that stuff matthew has, um, shown, matthew has shown me videos of some of the stuff that he's done in the facilities that like and, and you probably shouldn't have shown me that right like in in, in certain cases who who knows who knows but he's shown me stuff where it looks like stranger no it looks like breaking bad labs you know what i mean oh, like wow. it looks it looks yeah. like i mean and giant like distillation <laughs> skids and like winterization so like those huge glass like beakers like spinning and like pulling the ethanol back out and like all of those types of things so Matthew, Matthew yeah, was an actual cool like you've heard of weed scientists before Matthew's a real weed weed scientist, like, but he's like oh, a shit. like a weed lab scientist. Like, in a lot of ways, like you understand that shit on a much deeper and better level than most because you understand how it's processed, how it's made, and you had to have had to have done that to get where you are with your career and job, right? Yeah, yeah, you got to know absolutely everything that you're doing. So I won't it- ask anyone to fucking do anything that I have not done myself long and short long and short of it though his job sounds super glamorous it's it sounds amazing but you become like uh, a part or like essentially part of like a consulting agency for other things at a certain point right matthew so yeah so I mean, I started back in Boulder, just like growing with friends and stuff when it was legal and like learning from them in the home grows and stuff. 
then I moved out to Northern California and then where I ended up managing five farms, they were all outdoor um, up in Northern California. And so we were doing a hundred plants on each one. We do light depth where you pull a tarp and then we do full seasons, which are like the 12 to 16 foot tall ones, like wider than you can go. All of this is still like in the basic as basic level is more extreme than I can even like, okay, I don't even understand what any of that really means, you know, like, like DEA and, helicopters and, flying and this, over with video cameras and shit. And this like, is before you even actually started in the industry. You're just doing this with like friends or like kind of. Yeah, thing. it was. I mean, it was. And I mean, that it, was under it was yeah, everything was medical. You had medical licenses and everything like you had, you could grow yeah. all the plants. So you would get all those people to sign their plants over to you and then you would grow them and you could only um, have up to 100 on a property. Um, right. And so. Basically, uh, then I, I learned a bunch, came back to Colorado and then was managing a greenhouse and dispensary. And then that that was when the rules and regulations were finally coming to play. It was still not recreationally legal at that point. Right. So then uh, but the medical laws were coming out. And so the place I was working for, a couple of their partners had left. They just didn't have the money. They weren't going to be in compliance. And so I went and talked to the dude. I was like, I got to start looking for something. Right. So I was up at a buddy's bachelor party in Vail. Um, he's a guitar player in a band that I played in college and his old roommate was like, Hey, I heard you're looking for another job. Um, me and my buddies started this company. I knew them cause they had just won a couple of cannabis cups and, um, I'd heard the name of it. And Whoa. like, so we ended up going, or he was like, yeah, we're looking to have someone help manage this trim crew. And like, you know, he said that you would, we're doing a bunch of that. And I was like, I'll come in and interview. And so I came in, got interviewed. Two days later, I got offered the job. Uh, this started me on the path with the same people that I've been working with. I've had the same boss ever since then for like the past like 12 years. Really good friend too. But um, yeah, so then I, I first day I showed up, they said they had gotten rid of their department head. So now I was in charge of two grows. And then we opened a third one. Then we had six retail stores in Denver um, or dispensaries. And then the extraction lab. We were the first one to get with a lot of things like um, we were the first one to get a C1D1, which is a class one division one room installed. So you could do so everything has to be explosion proof, no sparks, anything like that, because you're literally pumping all the tains and butane, um, propane, things like that to actually volatile you know, chemicals, obviously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So to actually um, to extract and so um, worked with a lot of fire departments and things like that built that company up. We were running it. I moved into like a national director of operations there because we were helping with licenses and partnering with people in New York and like Illinois and like places like that. And, um, as we were doing that, we also decided to kind of like start a consulting company. So we started a consulting company off of that. So like a core group of us were running this business in Colorado. And we said, because we were having success with other thing, let's do this. So we started doing that built like one of the largest facilities in Northern California. Uh, we were in Oregon, we were working all over the place. And then this one company, the one that I work for now, or don't anymore as of tomorrow or Monday, but they, uh, they had just started and they came in and they acquired our consulting company. So they acquired the five of us and all of our intellectual property and they turned us into their operations team. So and that that was three and a half years ago for at that company. I was employee number forty eight when that happened. Oh, now wow. across the country, we have almost eighteen hundred employees. Oh shit! Yeah, and Matthew Matthew will tell you like it's it started out like kind of a great thing, and it very turned it turned sour pretty quickly. I think, and 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 I'll say that you know I hope I don't mind talking for you here, Matthew. But Matthew became so 
fucking good at his job, he became indispensable. And I guess, I guess, uh, you know, like the first question, Matthew, is like, obviously, what is what is the reason that you would turn down in some people's eyes the world's most perfect job? Right. Like the in some people's eyes, you've got a great salary. You've got great benefits. You've it's it's kind of sexy because it's in the weed and cannabis industry. What is it that turns it from being something that you're passionate about? Because obviously you would have to be passionate about it to a degree to get as far as you have. What is it that turns it to where you literally have to turn away from it? So I had to start doing like six years ago, quite a bit of travel for the consulting company, you know, Um and that started ramping up. But then the last three and a half years, when I moved into the vice president position um, of processing and automation, it turned into travel like 40 weeks out of the year, maybe 45 weeks out of the year, like Whoa. literally like Monday through Friday. And then yeah. like I was coming home and it was I would see my dog for the weekend and take her to my sisters or like a sitter. And like it was just. I've been doing a lot of work on myself over the past two years. You know, I found a fucking dope therapist. She's fucking awesome and like treats everything really holistically, you know, and I, I like, I like, like and- I, I want it to actually though in Colorado be just a dope therapist. Like I want a weed therapist, like a dope therapist. Like, oh that's yeah. My do- like my dope, dope therapist. That's my dope. That's my dope therapist. <laughs> oh, and I, um, <laughs> I'll do that for you right now. For yeah, like yeah, yeah. $50 yeah, a got session. It. Got it, dude. Let's be- <laughs> I'll come over. We'll like, we'll spark up. <laughs> we can do like hour and a half yeah. sessions. Who dope. cares? Like, <laughs> Dope therapy might actually be a good name for a new uh, Patreon show that we should do. Dope, yeah, where, uh, I, where I just get where I get super high and you just ask me problems. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let me fix your problems. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey's advice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But no, you got a great. Um, I know but yeah, you, but, I, know, but I, I was working through I was working through some things and I just it, like it just I realized I just wasn't happy. I was like it's got so bad that like I would watch TV and I could like tell like on reality shows and shit or like I was watching like Nathan for you. I'm like, that's a courtyard Marriott. That's a fucking Hilton Garden Inn. But just like by the decor and shit. And like it's- I would go to these places over and over again. Sometimes I would go to the same place for like five, six, seven weeks and like it's oh, and it's very it, it, depre- it, it, it's very fucking depressing. It, it got to that. the point. Especially- it got to the point, Mikey, that we because he was so dedicated and still is to Ono wrestling that he would be doing it from hotel rooms and we would be able to tell where he was when he turned on his camera. We would be able to say, oh, he's in Scranton today or he's in yeah, uh, Lakeville yeah. or like right. or Yeah, like there were certain rooms and the right. and it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, another. Yeah, that's Granton. That's yeah. <laughs> see, yeah. I I know that like it turns into that. Um, it or it turned into that for you, but because I've always been in my industry where there is, dude, there's literally almost never travel. Like I've traveled, and I say traveled because yeah. they paid for me to be in a hotel. The kitchen for industry a night. is the opposite of the travel industry, unless yeah. you're unless yeah. unless you're on a cruise ship, I guess, right? Like, no, yeah, and dude, so it's like if 
if I've decided, well, I mean, I've thought about it a lot, you know, doing the same thing where I've been like, man, dude, to what's the future of like what I'm doing? Like I'm almost 40. Like I turned 37 a couple weeks ago and I'm like, I'm almost 40. I'm like, is there a future in working in hospitality? Um, and I don't know. I think I'm in the same boat where it's like, only I my my career is not glamorous or high paying. It's regular, so it's very easy to be like, cool. Like I'm I don't want to do this anymore. Let's find anything. And that's, yeah, and not to put words in your mouth, Matthew. But I mean, that was it was one of the factors, but it was probably the main factor, right? Like the just it immense was definitely probably the main factor and travel. I we have I was running you know my division at facilities in every time zone of the country. So I'm constantly, there's always something more, even if I'm traveling somewhere, I'm on site at like, you know, six thirty-seven, And like, we run multiple ships at some of these places. And so it's like, sometimes they go from like five in the morning to like 11 at night. So I'd be there at like sometimes five 30 in the morning, but some more likely like between six and seven, I'm there for 12, 13 hours. And then I leave and then it's like, eat, maybe do the podcast. And then I have to worry about, every other facility and what's been happening that during that day and like catching up on emails and putting things out. And like, even if, you know, it's just, I've told you a million times before, like, especially when we're doing the podcast or before we're doing like the radio, like the wrestling show, I've told you a million times before. I don't know how you do it. Right. Like I, I like the amount of stamina, the amount of just like go, go, go. And this motherfucker will be working for 16 hours then do a two-hour show. I don't know how you even do that. Like, I couldn't physically... I probably I cried afterwards and drank a lot <laughs> and, yeah. and smoked weed, I guess took the, a bunch uh, of gummies or the, something, the, you know? Yeah, but yeah. but it's, but it got to the point, like, doing all of that, uh, the biggest thing was I was just sitting with myself and, you know, it was, I'm not happy. Where, where do I want to be? I want to be around my things. And also, like, I because I've been doing this for so long, I lost good friends. I, you know, I I had some bad relationships that, you know, those people, we just weren't good together. But it didn't help the way, you know, and sure. the way that I reacted to things from the How way. How can like, you possibly be in a good relationship when you're in on. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so, like, it came to a point where I'm like, if I don't what's the point of doing all of this? if I don't have any friends or family to share it with, like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, there's no point. Like, I'm just doing yeah. this for Like, I'm, I'm not finding the joy in it anymore. You, you know, can't and, like, even have I still have joy and passion for cannabis. I just, <laughs> I had to step back and just look at it and say like, I'm fucking doing it for myself. And this is like, and I've done so many things for other people for so long. I've never really done something for myself. I've had a job since the day I turned 15. I've never not had a job until it, come Monday. It's beautiful. So. And I, and we all need to just give him a round of applause and congratulations uh, because it's, that, well, no, b- but it's absolutely, it's ballsy. It's ballsy, right? It's taking a bet on yourself. It's saying, fuck this machine that has been wearing me down. And, and, and I know like after talking to you for so long, Matthew, like, that it it was it was it was something that was going to drive you to insanity. Uh, what's what's in your head now? What would you first off? What would you say to anybody that might be in your position? And then secondly, like, what do you like? I'm not saying like what's the next job or what's the next like thing like, but but like what is the next thing? Like what is the 
like, and I'm giving you a wink, wink, because one of them is a project that we're working on. <laughs> yeah, there's one of them that's a, there's a project we're working on. I'm actually, so, I mean, I've I've done fairly well and been able to save, you know, some money. So I'm actually, like I said, I've had a job. I have not not had a job. And I stay at jobs for a very fucking long time, um, typically. And ever since I was 15 and, you know, uh, and, like, even before that, I was doing, you know, odd shit when I was 13, 14, whatever. But I'm going to take you know, a couple of months off, like your, two, three months yeah, and some time, figure it yeah. out. Right. And like, and really see, like, I've already gotten some people talking to me even here in Colorado and things like that. You know, that was kind of the biggest thing. Like when I went and did this, like the company, like they didn't, they pretended it did. I didn't tell them that for like two or three weeks. Like no one was talking to me about it. I was just worried. Cause I said, I wanted to do it the right way. And I wanted to make when a he's saying he wanted what he wanted like, to do and what it's when he like, he tried to quit. And this company basically didn't want him to quit so bad. They just kind of pretended he never said he wanted to quit and do it the right way. Like they ignored it <laughs> and they were just like, uh, well, maybe he'll forget and he'll just keep doing his job. Like, and they asked me to come back with a list of demands. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what you you can't like you can't bring me inner peace right now. And I was like, this isn't a money move. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a power. Like this is not like this is not what it's not a tangible asset that you can give me. And if I did that, I also feel like, and this is not like a dig at the company because I think any company would do that. But if like they did give me things that I was asking for, I would feel indebted to them. And now like I couldn't ever ask for anything. Or that's like your one swing, right? And I don't want to do that. And that's not what it was about. It was the most, more about me. The most so. baller thing that I think that you were able to attain though on your way out is after like a lot of deliberation, a lot of push from yourself, you were finally get able to get them to talk about the one crucial thing which was your non-disclosure agreement one thing non -compete. not non-disclosure but your non-compete my non-compete yeah i want you to scrub that so, because i've been doing this for so, 15 years i want to be able if i want to do something else and it pops he up have, in colorado or whatever to just yeah to make cash, he wouldn't have been be able allowed to, to he wouldn't have been allowed to work in the cannabis industry for what like a year like yeah. if if that was if they had up like upheld it but Matthew, in his negotiations, because he's so goddamn good and his experience is so goddamn deep, they were like, okay, whatever short amount of time that we we can get you for, we'll honor that, and we need you to help turn things over, I would assume, and we'll give you, if you're, you know, because he could have just walked out and said, fuck you, and then they're screwed. Yeah. And I think that they needed to basically do that to coerce you into doing the like you would have done the right thing regardless. Of course you would. It took them six weeks to get there though. That was the biggest thing. Right. I was kind of losing it towards the end. And when they sent me like the first one that the lawyers drafted up, and I was like, ask some questions. They're like, uh, so, I don't think. And I was like, then I'm not. Sign I was like, it's just not. And then they were like, okay, we're. And they like came back real fucking quick so yeah. what i what i also propose if we're talking about patreon content is now that all this is done is now that we get a matthew ask matthew anything uh weed related or oh, not oh. Uh, yeah. show and me, then, the only thing i can't talk about is uh trade secrets tra in regard yeah. to you know things like that well i don't i don't want to know like okay how do you build the weed chopping machine? <laughs> I need, I need like a spec. You need, I need more. Yeah. You need practical advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, but okay. But see, the thing is, like, when you were talking about how they just ignored you, I've in, you know, I managed uh, 
Tijuana Flats for like five years. Totally the same thing. Totally the same thing. Um, but no, I watched my own company. Like, I know, I know. Man- I, I managers joke, would but... be like, "I'm done with this. Like, I'm ready to quit." Um, because like that, you can't. There's no way to like change a management schedule. You just have to work x amount of hours, and there's there's no way to switch that up. Um, but yeah, I watched the company just ignore them. Like, people would send them written that they you go straight to the regional supervisor and be like i'm out like i don't want to do this anymore it's it's a purposeful ignore right it's just like walk past you yeah (laughs) they'd be like all right well we'll, never happened yeah and even if they do they're like we'll take that into consideration and they're like this is not a like a considerable action this is i'm lee if you don't i'm just not going to show up tomorrow i I told you i kind of i don't think i've told this on the podcast i'll tell it i don't know if i should it probably might get me in trouble. Don't care. I work at this place I call the factory. It's a theme park. You guys all know about it. I have at the factory. There is a point structure that is for attendance, right? If you're late, you get a certain amount of points deducted. If you're, you don't show up, there's a certain amount of like no show. And no then you shows, get a demerit. Or, and if know. you get five demerits, you get a write up. Right. If you get three write ups, you get a verbal war. Eat dicks. You either so, fire me or you don't fire me. You so have two Owen, options. So Owen has always liked to play the system a lot. Like this has been part of his game. Like his whole time he's ever been employed by said factory. Uh, at one point I rode 0.5, a half a point for literally about a year and a half. I just, I, and, and, and it's like, they don't even do that anymore. There are no even like half points like I, people are confused when i tell them that i think it's like no that's a thing and so and, and eventually i did get fired for my point i came back and i started doing it again when i was bummed with my job i'm like ah this fucking sucks i'm gonna call out so i got real low on the points again but my my thing is that instead of it, it's the kind of the other way around where the manager couldn't ever find me so I was, I they to couldn't fire you. Yeah, to to give me like a piece like, of paper. I don't paper. even know if he works here anymore. Yeah. His work's getting done, but I never fucking see him. Yeah, yeah. So they all they had to do was to have me like sign a piece of paper or two. But I was so crafty that I used to just like whoop, give him the slip type thing, and <laughs> and uh, they never found well me. Played. And and I did that for so long that they had to like like admit their defeat and give me back all of them. So I, I, it's the game. It's the game. Like I got all my points back, and now I'm back, and now I'm making more. Now I've got even more points because I'm back on like because. But would they have done that for somebody that was absolutely dog shit? No, they wouldn't. It's because yeah, your boy's crafty and he's good at his job. See, that's what that so happens because. When I when after the shipmates episode where I showed up to work absolutely shit hammered. Oh. One, no one ever came to stop what was happening. So yeah. they didn't care enough yeah, to come yeah. stop it. Yeah. And two, they sat me down and they're, you know, giving me the business and they're like, What would what would you do? I'm like, I would fire me. Cause I was over it. I was done. <laughs> yeah. Like I would fire I would me. Fire or me. leave me alone. 
It's, <laughs> yeah, there's it's two, two options. options. Two, two options. And they look I'm gonna keep me. showing up until you until you tell me not. Yeah, to. man. Like you're <laughs> gonna keep direct depositing money into my account yeah. if I keep showing up. So you either fire me or just leave me fire the fuck me alone. or shut the fuck up and leave me alone. Yeah. Like that's kind yeah. of it. Like that, that, uh, that's that's kind of how I feel about uh, about the my my whole working life really it's and real it's, quick <laughs> uh twitch chat update picked it christine has oh. subscribed for six months oh, oh my god oh. christine thank, thank you, you so christine. much thank you so much it's a shame it's a you know i'm switch gonna switch gears here and uh, it's thank you so much for for you know giving us your your story, Matthew. Um, yeah, uh, thanks please, for listening. Please, Karen. you know, like if do you have any last like words of advice for anybody in your situation? Don't, uh, everything don't I've learned from that. it is like you got to do things for you. You got to take care of yourself, and like and at that point, like you could work as hard as you want, and like. Work's still going to be there tomorrow. It's still going to be there at the end of the day. I've put in long fucking hours for things. And like that at the end of the, like towards a certain point, the value of work you're putting out is not at the level that it should be. So it's taking longer even. So you're working even longer. And like, there is always still going to be more work to do. So like take time for yourself. Cause that shit's way more important. And uh. that's, that's what I would say. And I don't know if this, would go in with your to a segue but i will say the one thing you and i had talked about and you're like maybe one day you should talk about this i did have a really fucked up they make it sound really good it's like a fucking scheme though for where i was at, at my level with my pto and i know you're about to go on vacation oh uh, yeah I think that's, you're just i'm you're, in vacation mode job. already yeah yeah, all, yeah you got maybe this is your policy but mikey tell me if this is not like a fucked up scheme i actually said it to hr as i was going through this i was like so i have what's called an adult policy pto at the level i'm at so that means that i ha i don't accrue pto i can take as much pto as i want whenever i want scam and it, and, full and stop scam one, and i i said it yep. to the hr like at the beginning and i said it in my exit thing i was like that's a fucking scam i was like because anytime i wanted to go it was like really hard to fucking go plus i had to work and be on meetings like owen and i went to vegas uh. for a fucking wrestling pay-per-view and like then he showed up and like we went out and fucking partied and I had to fucking pass out because I had to be on a call at like 630 in the morning from the fucking Bullshit. casino. And like I took calls in Croatia, like shit like that. But I'm like, it's not really PTO and it's their way of not being having to pay you out if you like leave or anything like that. You're not mm -hmm. rolling over like all that. It's such a fucking scam. You can do whatever you want. You take all the time off you want, but you're always on the clock. Yeah. That's that's the that's the like catch like oh yeah. it's such a scam these corporate so, motherfuckers um it's the exact same in my industry only they they don't lie to you directly Correct. you accrue pto and um as a manager i was getting I, I was almost getting three weeks by the end of the seven years i was there yeah. um but literally i would have to go on vacation on a cruise to so like to get away to be you'd have to go like, somewhere to go to where your phone isn't gonna like work no fucking, yeah, yeah i would have yeah, to basically yeah. make it impossible to contact me and even then it was a shit shoot anyways because i could prep as much as i want but if i'm gone for five days literally i would show back up to just a nightmare and that's if i could get it because yeah. literally again the only way to without a doubt get time off 
was to schedule something that was expensive enough that I couldn't get refunded. Yeah, so, so because shitty. otherwise they would tell you like you would schedule I'd schedule I'd schedule vacation so many times that they would just say like hey man sorry uh do something happen like you just can't go that's why you need to be an entrepreneur and a mountain man and a freeman like me a, a document man a yeah. document man a freelance man uh, a logman like, a, a lot of uh, yes thank you a logman i haven't even talked about the log yeah. I'm uh, so much I'm so ready to just start my own consulting firm and start talking to restaurants when they open and be like, this is wrong. This is wrong. Your menu's too big. Fucking <laughs> let's stop it all and just do my own thing. You should. Mikey, you B. got two things. Dope therapy, dope critiques or dope consulting. Dope restaurants. Dope restaurants. <laughs> you know? yeah. Also, yeah. my new game, Dope Dog. Dope it's dope. A, it's oh, a, yeah. A, it's an offshoot of Owen's popular Dope well, Fish and well, Dope Bird series. I, it's, it, dope Fish is the best. Dope Fish is the uh, best. Dope Fish was good. Dope Fish is that the best. That was good. Of the I don't series. know, Mikey. You went pretty fucking hard with that angler fish. Angler man. fish, though, I'm still not Dude. convinced it's the dopest fish. I, I mean, if we're bringing this back up, you I'm went. Not... You guys went zero. Like listening to that, you guys went like zero to one hundred real fucking no. quick. There, you skipped a lot of fish to get angler there. Fish. Like, angler fish is a badass fish. Angler fish is a badass fish, but it's too fucking ugly to be the dopest fish. It's I no. Would agree. It's it's it, dude. Mouth full of crazy teeth. No little dangler. It's not. And it it hides and then eats people from the shadows. Nah, he doesn't eat no. Mm. No, it hides down at the bottom of the ocean. It doesn't fucking even come up and say hello. It's fucking. It's not. You know, there's some dope thing down there that doesn't glow. That's like no one's seen. That's like the craziest shit ever. Oh, yeah. That's the dopest thing. Well, what about that dope? Crazy mega octopus, like the that's not a fish. It's not a fish. Yeah. God damn it! You don't know how to play dope fish. It's not. It's let a me, squid. Okay, so let me talk about my mount. I'm gonna go up to the mountains. I'm uh and and I'm pretty excited about it. Got a new vacation coming up. We're leaving on Wednesday. We're gonna be taking the drive up to North Carolina, and uh, we're gonna be you know hanging out around there. It's not too far from like the Asheville area, I believe. It's Murphy, North Carolina. Beautiful, beautiful area. We're going to be staying in. We got a pretty dope Airbnb. Uh, it's, you know, I, I would put it on the dope, the dope Airbnb level. I'd put it pretty high. Oh, did you pick another one in the middle of a chemical plant? No, this yeah. one, this one. <laughs> how this many one. How many chores do you have to do? Do you have to mow the lawn or like do some, cut some branches down? We'll see. I ain't doing none of that shit. But uh, it does look like it's a gay man's place. Like it's very gay man decorated, you know. Those fucking. Like, but those are the best. So you're gonna, you're just, you're just gonna repaint the living room. Okay, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. That's yeah, what they put on the list. I'm gonna put, yeah. I'm gonna put my posters on the wall. I'm gonna, you know, it's like <laughs> what? I'm gonna put my Metallica posters. I come in, like I go into an Airbnb. I put a Metallica poster. I put, I put the Rock somewhere. You know. Yep. He, uh, a little stone cold in the kitchen, like I like make I like to make the place feel like my own, you know. There you when go. I okay. when I go in, anyway. So I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm also trying to do a lot of hiking when I'm up there. I'm gonna be doing some more mountain manny type stuff, and uh, so today I uh, <laughs> thought I'd get some practice. I thought I'd get some practice in with hiking. Well, the, with logs, you know, logs. 
You know, get some log. What are you, are you a- like, are you like one of those dudes? Like you're throwing a log on your back and like running up a fucking mountain. You guys think I'm joking. You or know a what? hill. You, you I don't know. know. We I, don't have either of those. But. Yeah. I was going to say when you're done with your baby mountains in North Carolina, come out to the Rockies here, okay. man. All right. Well, uh, when you're done with your baby trees and your baby logs, you'll maybe see what I'm tending down down here to with with hurricanes that are knocking down big old trees. Also, so okay, this is where it all comes from. The story next door to me is an empty lot. There was a tree that fell down, broke a fence, not my fence, during the hurricane. Fell down, landed completely in the empty lot. We all got lucky. Hey, yay, we all survived. No one's roof is damaged. So it's taken a week or so, but now we've got like the neighborhood crew of, um, what do you want to even call them? Delinquents. Uh, delinquents. Yeah. I mean, they're the wells. You know, people that will, for money, chop up and remove a tree. Oh, the scammy like tree a, people. Like a, this is scammy tree removal yeah, yeah, service. Yeah. So, so the main dude in this operation, he is, um, he's about five eight, skinnier than me. This dude looks like he weighs a hundred. Like, if he weighs a hundred pounds, I'd be sick. old as shit. Like grizzled, no shirt, tan, uh, wrinkled leather. And he, man, he can't even get the chainsaw started. Like, he's, he's, he's really, man, I, I watched him for a good five minutes trying to get that thing going. He finally did. He's got a chainsaw that's way too small for the size of the tree. So it's taken them about four days to come to, you know, kind of get through it. They got three dudes. One dude's, he won't let anybody else, The this guy, that guy won't let anybody else touch the chainsaw. That's that's what the funniest thing is, is like there's two younger guys that could clearly like we can probably start that thing. And, you know, like, what does that say about this company when the oldest oh, man it? on the planet is still the face? This is not this is not a company. This is this, this is just is dudes. A, this, is this is just a hustle. This is a dude. This <laughs> Yeah, this is a dude neighborhood hustle. Right. Like there's crack involved. They need to get this tree removed so they can get their crack. I'm Even sure. though this tree clearly belongs to no one, no. someone should front them some crack, and the tree might be gone a little quicker. That's like here, just here's a spray. Or they're gone. That's a fair yeah. point. That but is like, a- if you if you got a chunk and you're like, all right, here's a sprinkle. I got, I still have this. You guys the- do it. Don't come at me with that chainsaw. I've got my own because you're a fucking crackhead with a chainsaw now. This is actually not a good idea. Actually, let's keep the crack away from them. Well, Sorry. Well. So so it keeps going on, you know, like there's chainsawing going on, and and they like, man, they gotta roll it a long way from where the tree fell down all the way to the side of the the yard, mm-hmm. and uh, I start, but I start eyeing up some of these stumps. Now these are big stumps, like these aren't like you're just throw on the fire, cool like firewood. These have like gotta be eighth if you will, to be able like to be able to even be thrown in a fireplace. We're talking right. like these are big round rounders. Like so I, I one of these up and I'm like, you know what that would make? That would make a good little table. I was <laughs> or a stool. Like that would You should I figure may, out how to carve things well, into it. I mean I may or may not have had a couple beers and I was just like, I bet 
I could get that that heavy thing of wood over to the, over to my place. How far? What's the distance? Are we talking so, like just across the street? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. it's around the corner. Oh. It's around. Yeah. So it's like a around, half block. Yeah, like a half block. Corner. About a half block. Okay. Yeah, half block is probably the the distance. But when I get it to mine, you got to understand. I got a bit of an incline to get it where I need to get to. This is where this gets interesting. So, I uh, I got to like pick a point two percent grade. I'm, or... I'm just interested in these quality logs that have been chopped down, right? I'm You're checking out. I'm I'm, I'm a woodsman. I'm checking out the quality logs. Like um, I'm I yeah, know you're making side tables out of them. You're, like, there's yeah. things I can do. Regular Nick Offerman. Owen's like cutting like little valleys in them and then pouring that like blue epoxy in epoxy, there yeah. and make, <laughs> making some sweet tables. Selling them on Pinterest. It's interesting. It's interesting you say that about the epoxy. I've been looking into uh, exactly <laughs> what sort of epoxy I'm going to be using on this uh, on this on this project of mine. You know, do you have a sander. I do. I do. I have a belt. I have a belt sander. Make sure you get a little blowtorch so you can heat it up and like get all the little bubbles out. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about doing a little maybe like Japanese technique and uh, you know, you know, doing the old like burning, burning it. You know, so crackheads uh, may have a blowtorch you can borrow. Yeah. Oh, and you should do that thing where you put screws in it and then hook like electrical lines up to that, and it like. Burn it like electric yeah, burns, yeah, yeah. like a yeah, pattern. That'd be cool. That'd be dope. That, that is cool. That dope. is cool. So okay, do you want to see my log? I got I got pictures of my log situation for you. I got pictures. I'll, That's I'll usually not a good thing, a... but let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. You have a log log. You have a log yeah. of your log. Log hang of on. his logs. Hang on, hang on. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. Let me let me just open it here. Uh so this is the one second. You'll see it in a second. Give me Give me a chance, internet people. Oh, those are big logs. Okay, you're yeah. You see, I can see it from from the stream. All right, you're seeing it from the stream. I'm not. I'm doing it. yeah. I'm, I'm not, not seeing it. it on the Zoom chat. Uh, no, I got it. I got it. I got it. Hang on, I got it. Uh, oh, I could just go to your stream too. I've got multiple screens here too. No, professional. We're gonna have to do it anyway. Here we go. Here we go. I got it. So okay, there we go. That's that's oh, the, those are good logs. Those are see that that's the that's the logs of the pile of logs that I'm I'm kind of looking at. I'm like, all what right, kind of, what kind of wood is this? I believe it's a that's a good oak. You know, that's a Florida right. right. That's a Florida oak. It looks kind of dead in the middle. Well, it's a dead. It's a tree that fell. I don't care if it's. A, I I had my eye on the one that was right there on the corner, the bottom left of the this picture. That is the that is a solid. That is a solid log, right? And uh, they solid. all. I mean, they all look real solid. Yeah. Well, I did it. I got the log. I got the log all the way back to the place. Look at it, and it's right there. Yeah. Right on the right by the porch here. In front of my porch, new table, <laughs> new new log table. Dude, you should get a wood burning kit and start burning some like it, a sweet eagle in it. The only problem is it's crooked as shit. 
You see that part? Because the guy, yeah, it's crooked as shit. So I got to tip it over. You got to level like, that out. Yeah. Gotta level, I got to level this thing out here. But, but this is, this is, I'm, I'm a logman now. And so I was so, I was so inspired by the log. Uh, and, and, and we've been, I've been burning some debris, um, from the neighbor's yards and stuff because of the hurricane. I'm like, I'm doing my neighbors a good service here. I'm, I'm just burning things. Burning things. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, burns though, right? So, so I made, I made, <laughs> so I yeah. went around <laughs> semi-controlled. So like the dead, there's a dead guy. He died across the way from me, right? Like the guy that died. You burned that. the dead guy? No, no. I just Sacrificed? stole. Well, I just maybe effigy. His house is for sale, and I maybe borrowed some of. You like, burned his house. I've, I got a paver to make. Uh, look, I, I've made my look. This is my new fire pit right there. It looks. Pretty <laughs> you sweet. stole his pavers to yeah. build that ghetto ass fire pit. I on. did. Yeah, it looks pretty dope, right? It's it, okay. I, if there was a game called Dope Fire Pits, that's probably like the starting fire pit. I thought it was a good. I think it's a good dope fire pit. Thank you. Very okay, much. I'm, I'm not saying it's not, but I'm saying like if we're playing, what type dope of fire, fire pit, pit you got, Mikey? You don't got no uh, fire pit. Uh, well, because yeah, I live in you an live apartment. in an apartment. That's right. You don't got a fire pit. Boom. Well, I mean, shut how up. How heavy was this log? It, over two hundred pounds. Over <laughs> seriously, it was at least it was at least two I, Owens because I had to, I had to get I I borrowed my neighbor's hand truck. And like I had to do this move, where I was like rocking, like yeah, yeah. Well, to even just to get the thing onto the 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 hand truck, right? I had to do this whole thing where like that would have been useful to have a second person because you know when you like do the tippy thing with the hand truck, you need somebody kind of like oh to pendulum the weight onto the truck because if it's like <clears throat> all right, so I had to do that myself, so I had to like basically like rock this big ass like log enough to where i could like okay time it and then when the log was underneath the truck i was able to go and lean it back real quick fucking pulled it off first try wheeled that bitch home pulled it up like brock lesnar fucking dropped that bitch in the ground leveled it out oh it's fantastic can i just say something Way less impressive. I was picturing you carrying it on, like on your back, oh, like, no, or, like no, no. an like, atlas, de like deadlifting it. Yeah, yeah, an atlas. Yeah, and like just taking it, but used a hand cart. That was way too much effort. Like I'm not doing that. Like come on. Like real mountain men know how to use. Their I mean, tools. a log, a real logman. Real logman. I mean, I mean, I. Hell, I got, I got it there. Did I, I not it's, get it's, it there? It's impressive. I mean, it's it's impressive. You wish you had that log. It's a good log. Don't tell me. A, motherfuckers a, out here are going to be like, oh, log. you saw the fine log. No, it's a good but log. But I'm going to be on the lookout. I'm going to go for some hikes out here in the high country. and I'm going to find some logs. I'm going to send you pictures. That's a 200 pound log. You ain't stealing my log alone. You're going to have to bring a few people. I could. Is that, I a, could come is that steal a challenge? It. No, you couldn't. Yeah. I challenge you to even like. One day, dude, I, I'm, I just Mikey. put my job. I'm going to randomly show up. I've got so many United Miles and shit. Oh. She's going to randomly show up in Orlando, steal it, not even I'll say, say this hi, to anybody. steal it. I'll say this and to I'm gonna anybody kick over, And I'm going to kick over your fire pit. If they know where I live and they can steal my log and put it in their trunk alone and video it, I will give them $100. 
Yeah, well, I just made a hundred fucking dollars. Watch this alone. You can't have Janine help you. This well, is she's got to film it, bro. Yeah, well, she can film it, but you've got to you've got to lift that log into the trunk of her car or something. And I don't the think back you of can, my SUV. I don't think you can do it, man. You're gonna break your back before you do it. It's a heavy log. Bro, do you see? It's a heavy log. Uh, do you see the specimen? Like and there's yeah, sheer will involved. Well, the the human. There's a hundred dollars. Yeah. A hundred dollars might as well be my baby trapped under a Pontiac. I mean, it might be a hundred dollars worth of gift cards and on and. Oh, it better not be a fucking Chipotle. You don't know Olive Garden. Yeah, well, he'll like that. Just brought back all you can eat breadsticks and pasta. I would, I would throw that card at him and be like, "I want all the soup and salad." (laughs) Yeah, all of it. Give me the best tour. Of Italy. <laughs> Do you know what I think it is time for a tour of? Oh, is it time to bring forth the clips? Clips! Clips! You know you want them, baby. You know we got them, baby. You know you want them, baby. You know we got them, baby. Clips! You know we got them, baby. Clips! Clips is the time of the show where we take a look at all the random stuff our good old clip commander Tom finds for us on the internet. These are all his this week, and that usually means that they're going to be pretty fucking good. Uh, I have not seen these. We have, I think, six of them. Let's see what he's got for us. This first thing here says, don't ever disrespect me. Part 37. <laughs> what? I don't know. Uh oh. Looks like a. Uh, don't ever disrespect me looking like Tommy Herms and Riddick Bowe, you heard? All right, hang on, hang on. I didn't have the audio up at first here, but now we got it. And, uh, all right. So it looks like we're at a, um, a Guido's house party. Like, uh, like, what, what, what do you, like a block party, maybe? Maybe a stoop party. Stoop yeah, party. Yeah, stoop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. We're at a stoop. We're at a. We're at a. Is, okay. Can I? I can't say Guido, right? That's probably not. You can't say that, or no? Uh, is that? I think I. I'm Jersey Shore's out there. I think. You where can say are we it. at with that one? I don't know. All right. They I'm, popularized it. Okay. Yeah. Guido house party stoop Yo, party. Don't ever disrespect me, looking like the saxophone player from the Muppets. You heard? <laughs> Y'all don't ever disrespect me looking like Tommy Herms and Riddick Bowe, you heard? Y'all don't ever disrespect me looking like a turtle outside the shell, you heard? Okay, so so he's... he's <laughs> that just, one was funny. Right, so he's, telling, he's just telling jokes, I think. Uh, hey, don't right. ever disrespect me looking like George Moped, you heard? Don't ever disrespect me looking like a Russian Norman Bates and his mom, you heard? Don't ever- he's clowning on people. He's just going around the streets, don't ever disrespect me. I like me. this. Don't yeah. disrespect me looking like James Not Harden, you heard? Don't ever disrespect me looking like a Mexican Rick Moranis, you heard? Dis- <laughs> All right. That guy did look a lot like a Mexican Rick Moranis. Uh, That's true. That's a did. true. Yeah, that is a true. That is a true. Don't ever disrespect me with the veiny thighs of a newborn, you heard? Veiny thighs of a newborn? Oh, my gosh. Right. Don't ever disrespect me looking like Busy Bone, you heard? Busy bone? All right. That guy did From look. bone thugs and hearts. That did look like. He did look like. He looks like a bone. He looks like a bone. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, man. I missed that. 
Miss Michael Charles, y'all. Never disrespect me with them hippopotamus hips, you heard? Hippopotamus hips? He just called a fat black man hippopotamus hips. Yeah. I don't know if I, I don't know if I like this okay? guy. I don't think he can do that. Like you can't go after so, you can't fit physically go after someone's like physical attributes. This guy's yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah, this guy's kind of a dick. That was a bad one. Long ass neck, you heard? Now he's making fun of this guy's long ass neck. He does have I a like, long neck. I liked it better when he was just calling them like, making... like the third base coach for the Yankees, you heard? There you go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that one's good. He looking like Diego mixed with Charlie Brown, you heard? Diego. <laughs> never disrespect me being allergic to everything, you heard? Don't ever disrespect me looking like Chris Griffin, you heard? Yeah, don't ever disrespect me telling me to move my truck around, you heard? All right. That's don't ever disrespect me. I like some of it. Some of it's good jokes. I like some of it. Some of it's good jokes. It's good See, there's ways to tell people not to disrespect you without being outright mean to them. Yeah. You don't have to attack their personal, yeah. I think that's kind of the joke, right? Is that that's well, like, but like, going. I like when he makes like a like a correlation to like the Rick Moranis or like the like non James Harden or like you know like the George Moped. Yeah, exactly like that. But then he's like, "You got a long neck." <laughs> you got yeah, yeah, you're thoughts. fat, basically. You're you're <laughs> yeah. fat. You got a long neck. You're like, yeah, that doesn't play right. Like, that that wasn't play. creative. What did I do to you? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got we got a new clip here. Honey Bee, premiere single. I'm guessing this is a music video. Oh, sweet. Herb, Herb? Either Herb or Herb. Uh, Biggin' Up All. Okay. We're on to something. Herminal. Is this a white chick doing Jamaican shit? Cause that's yeah, what I'm feeling like it is. She's got weed leaves like all over her arms. Yeah. She's wearing a crown of weed leaves. She's got a green, uh, like a green wig. Like she's like a weed fairy. Yeah. Matthew, um, go, did you ever get to go to like uh, weed conventions where there were literally just gangs of people that were paid to dress like this? Oh, yes. Are there weed groupies? Yes. You know how all there's right. like so ring I, rats. We actually you know would how go there, and we would. We would have booths. One, we did like a carnival theme booth for our company at one, like years ago, at one of the cannabis cups. And like, so you could do ring toss and all this stuff. We hired like a fucking like weed psychic. We hired like a weed little person to jump out and scare people dressed up as like a little clown. Yes. Like, we had, it was, it was fucking great. Are there weed sluts though? Like, like, like weed, like uh, groupies? Like, uh, yeah. What are they, what are they called? Do, do they have a name? They don't, but I weed sluts. Oh, we need to come up it, with a name but, for like the weed community. But that also means there's also weed d bags because there's a lot of those too. Yeah, they think oh yeah, they're yeah, fucking best in the world at fucking everything. They're like, I fucking grew fifty two percent THC weed. You're like, that's just not chemically. That's impossible. Possible. That yeah, can't, can't happen, do it. bro. And they're like, the fucking test results said that. I'm like, you can fucking bribe me to do a lot of things, man. You'd be like, you'd you know? be a billionaire if that was true. So move on, sir. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So we're, I don't know. Uh, she feels like she is like very much, you know, trying okay. to. And this is like shot in know. San Francisco. I'm looking at the yeah, sign in the back. She's a chick that's doing a music video that she's trying to maybe take, you know, advantage of or, or just be a part of the weed community, I guess, you know. She's appropriating with all that Jamaican. Yeah. 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 yeah she's that. like, brr, brr. Oh. she's yeah. only like 43. Yeah. Now let me tell you about someone who comes from West. 
I mean, this is good white woman. I mean, she's got giant balls for doing this, and I love it. This is good white woman Jamaican hip hop pop whatever. I will. It's yeah. nothing. Nothing makes Jamaican people happier yeah. is when you rip off that accent from them. Oh yeah, yeah. And you oh, do it just so white. They you just it. you just gentrify it. She's like only a hugging when hanging out with black people. Yeah, it feels a little um like on purpose that she's only hanging out with black dudes. Like, like maybe it's I think I think there was some content filmed for blacked on fucking Pornhub. Yeah, after this. Oh, I've, I've, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. <laughs> Well, partial to this sun and the rain. Then I go be round the bush, me I go tell it to your plane. Anytime you kiss me lips, you know me now. Complain about me good friend, me good buddy. What if? What Whoa, if? Whoa, what's this guy? Oh yeah, oh. I've seen those things. Those weird little skate. Those one wheel. But he like yeah. kicked one off and hit the yeah, other. Yeah, they're like, like one wheel skate. Yeah, they're like one wheel skate things. I don't want to get into that. But what I think if- it's uh, I think it's kind of odd that you'd shoot a whole music video just to say you have a type. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that what she's saying? Is that? Is that I mean, a, you maybe. look at him, bro. You tell me what's happening in the video. Why do I kind of like it though? Why do I kind of like it? Because it's not it? bad. Because it's she's... not actually that and bad. It's it's not actually that bad. And to Mikey's point, like, why did she make a whole video to like say her type? This is probably yeah. when, whenever this was shot. This may have been when they you had to like actually like shoot something instead of a dating app. They had those dating videos. You know, and you're like, mm-hmm. hi, I'm Jerry. You're like, blah blah blah. She's just like, no, I like it's fucking way too Jamaican high quality for that. Like black yeah, dick. Nah, nah. It, it, and I mean, more power to her. And more power to her. I just and she's got a jam and beat. Here's it's here's, almost kind of sounds like informer. It does. It has informer tendencies. And here's what I'm because uh, I've seen these. The here's what I'm thinking. There are cases of actual white Jamaicans that talk like Jamaicans that are white Jamaicans that live down there by the beach, right? And What's they're the and name? they're and they're white and like they actually grew up there and they actually have those accents. Like that does exist. What if she is one of those and we're kind of fucked up for thinking like she's from Ohio and you know, like it would be more, it's more fucked up if she's from Ohio doing this, right? Than if she actually grew up in Jamaica, we can allow it more if she's from Jamaica, we would all say, right, right. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. So okay. honeybee herb. Yeah. Honeybee, uh, herb, uh, bigging up all. This is what you're probably looking for. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I know Ty. Ty would have. I think this is probably Ty's future ex-wife. Like she's he's way older than him, but he's okay with it. Like, he got that heat, but Ty got that red lace yeah. fucking shirt in the divorce. This bitch is gonna move in with Ty in the basement in Wisconsin. Like that's <laughs> that's what's happening next, right? Like that's uh so yeah, I guess um she spent time in she spent over a decade in the West Indies. Um, okay, okay. She got- I guess she did live in Jamaica for some time. There so we yeah. Go. Is it- All kidding aside, she does seem too natural with like the way she's yeah. kind of like to to not for it to not like be somewhat real. Like it's a put on, but I kinda- it's got to be somewhat real, dude. She has a it tiny is. desk concert. Oh really? Oh, it never ends. An entry. Okay. <laughs> they just wrote about her. It's weird seeing a Karen, you know, like do this, but good on this Karen. She's living her that. best life, dude. She's fucking yeah. good for her. So, yeah. bro, here's the deal. Like, when you, so she, let's say you, like, she lives in California and, like, her kids invite their friends over and their friends like, oh, you've got a cool mom. But when does she stop doing that accent? And they're like, no, that's Wait, it. what? That's what? They're yeah, like, that's yeah, real, yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah, that's what. Yeah. That's, that's all day. That's what you get. That's that's kind of the deal. Wagwan. <laughs> Move it on. Scarlet. If you if you greet your like son's friends when they walk in the house, like, <laughs> hey, Wagwan. <laughs> Your mom's cool, I think. I don't know. I and think, she's got I the dust. She's got like she's, a she, yeah, 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 and she's got like a fucking like weed necklace on. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stoner sunglasses. No, she's in that weed leaf like fairy. Yeah, get up, get up. You're like, she's like, Wagwan, come in, grab some cereal. Like, all right, like, all what? right, little Freddy, we will come over and play Star Wars with you more. You know, like, yeah, I stay every weekend. Hi, everybody. Lorb here. You know the last. This is called. Uh, by the way, this is Lorb. Uh, he's going to tell you Lorb? some. Lorb. What kind of a name is Lorb? It's, it's Lorb Lorbson. Lorbson. Lorb Lorbson. He's going to tell you the secret colors of the rainbow. Hi, everybody. Lorb here. You know the last couple of years have been so crazy, and I was looking for a project that I could work on at home, and I came across this video. That's scarlet of colors of the rainbow. Solo clarinet work, and I what thought, you, you know, I've always wanted to play with myself, and so I came up with some lyrics, and it turns out that playing with myself <laughs> feels really good, and so that's what I've been doing for the last eighteen months or so. Anyway, here's my new music video. I know it will be your new favorite song ever. Oh, and bit or no bit? It's a bit. Scarlet. Gotta be bit, right? Like it's it, yeah. It's this has this has bit written all over it. I like okay. the bit. I like the bit, but it's bit. They leaned in. He leaned in pretty hard. Paint your peacock blue and gold and green. Can turn the starlight. Yep. Too bitty. It's too bitty. Can't I? Yeah, can't he lean too hard into no, it. Can't watch. Why does he I, look younger in this? picture than he did in the first one the wind swept this one might be a bit but i think it's like accepting of its bit this is how to talk minnesotan i don't know if this is a bit or not we'll find out
to Talk Minnesotan is made possible in part by a grant from the Dayton Hudson Foundation. I want to make this clear. This is 28 minutes long. We're clearly not going to be playing all of that, but there's a lot to this. On behalf of Dayton's and Target stores. I already love it. Oh, it's fantastic. I want to be in Minnesota right now. Look at the beauties of Minnesota. With its sheep and fields and They're snow. They're not showing any snow. They did oh, a little bit there, but it was the fun part of the snow with the sledding. Yeah. All right, here we go. How to talk Minnesota with Howard Maw. Apparently, right. don't brush your teeth for a little while first. Greetings. Right. My name is Howard Moore. All right. The deal is, I'm your guide in this Minnesota Language Systems video. Okay. It's made for people like yourselves, potential visitors from out of state, so you don't stick out like a sore thumb and spoil your vacation. Right. After a few hours of study, you'll think you've lived in Minnesota all your life, and maybe your neighbors will, too. What you'll get in the next half hour is... So these people are kind of like your... Uh... Thai people, right? Your Wisconsin people, they're pretty close. Yeah. Minnesota, Wisconsin. Fairly close, yeah. Yeah. All right. So also, do you guys ever think like so looking at Minnesota the state on the screen just the outline? I've always thought it just looks like kind of like Guile from Street Fighter. Is it the hair? Oh, yeah, I could see him. Like I could see Ever him. Ever since yeah, I was a little hair. kid, I think yeah. Minnesota looks like Guile. I I never thought that, but now like that turning you his head, it. you see a little shoulder. Yeah, the hair. that's the that's the profile of Guile. You're right. Yeah. Basic instruction in how to talk Minnesotan. Sorry, but we'll also throw in some useful information about Minnesota food and other cultural so like, oddities. Odd to you. By the way, um, Matthew is Canadian. He's probably like. The Canadian version of me, so he's the good one. Um, we talked about this the other night. So yeah. he's from Britain. I'm yeah. from Canada, and somehow, like, what if there was like a version of me that just grew up forever and lived in Canada? What would I be doing? What would Owen be doing if he just stayed in Britain? But somehow, oh, wow. we met in this timeline in the states. Oh yeah, where he lives in Florida, and I live in Colorado. But he's the better one. He's definitely the nice. One. I hate to come right out and say it. I say sorry a lot. Like this weird. isn't cheap to make. So you'll see a couple of tasteful advertisements here and there from our sponsor. But but Minnesota, Wisconsin, not too far from Canada. Mm -hmm. They kind of they're same. There's they're kind of the same people, right? Yeah, they're kind kinda. of the same people. I mean, some of the United States is even more north than parts of Canada. I heard a good joke the other day. How do you get how do you get uh, fifty Canadians out of a pool? You you, you don't know? <laughs> no. You say, hey, would you please get out of the pool? <laughs> that would work. Anyway, and they would apologize on the way out. They're like, oh, oh sorry. Oh, Didn't sorry. know you were doing this. Sorry. Sorry. Might even be sorry. How to talk. All right. How to talk Minnesota. Lesson one. Let's go here. Getting started. He's going to teach us. Well, we might as well get started with our first lesson here. Yeah. These three workhorses of Minnesota conversation will carry you through your first scary hours. In fact, they should be good for a week if you only speak if spoken to, which is always a good idea anyway. I like that. Memorize them, work on them at home with your family, repeat them until they're second nature. Please. They're the building blocks of all dialogue. Now, if you fly in, your first chance to try Minnesotan will likely occur at the airport. Okay. We found your suitcase. It got caught in the conveyor belt. Some of your underwear fell out and was shredded by the pulley. Otherwise, it's okay. 
We taped the handle back on so that should last you at least into the parking lot. Oh, thanks. You bet. Your dog is another matter. We think he's on his way to Kansas City, but no problem, we'll find him. I appreciate that. You bet. So, instantly, before this guy says anything, I'm pretty confident that Minnesotan, pretty similar to the old sorry and please and thank yous of the old uh, Canadians there. I think so. I think there's also some you bets in there on the other side. That you bet Definitely. Yeah. You betcha. You, you bet. Know? You bet is mainly used to answer questions. If you can't think of anything else to say, say you bet. You bet. It's meant you to bet. be pleasantly agreeable. I'm going to start doing this. And doesn't obligate you to a strong position. What, if I start doing the kids, this. In the Gen Z ones just say bet now. But you I don't even say you bet. You no, just but say I, bet. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it in the uh, a more Minnesotan accent. In, in Florida, I'm gonna go. Like, you bet. You bet. You bet, buddy. You bet, buddy. <laughs> in fact, hardly anything obligates you to a strong opinion in Minnesota. Cold enough for you? You bet. You bet. I don't know about this Middle East peace deal. Seems like all they do is talk. You bet. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. the question yeah. you answer is only implied. The humidity sort of gets to you. You bet. But it sure beats a tanning parlor. Those places kind of scare me. You bet. That's different is indispensable in Minnesota. You bet is a blanket reply on neutral ground with a mere suggestion of opinion. That's different is deployed in all other cases except where whatever is called for, which I'll get to in a minute. That's different means you have an opinion but you're holding back the details. Here are two Minnesotans discussing bullhead bait. I suppose you use night crawlers for bullheads. You bet. What do you use? Stink bait. I make it out of rotten hamburger and moldy cheese with oatmeal for a binder. That's different. If somebody shows you the whole... So is that true? <laughs> is that is that is that true, Matthew? You know, like when, when things are in the middle, like you don't want to be rude or whatever, you're just, ah, that's, that's different. That's the respectful way of disagreeing. Yeah, that is a respectful way yeah. of disagreeing. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's different. different. Like, yeah, you like scheme. agree to disagree, or you know, but without saying it that way. Yeah, a little nicer. Nicer in their house. That's different. With the Holstein carpet, Holstein paneling, and the utter lamps. You say it's different. If you're dining with Minnesotans oh. during your visit, and they ask you if you like the macaroni, herring, pinto bean hot dish, staring up at you from your plate, you might say. You bet. But you'd probably say. It's different. Whatever expresses emotional turmoil of many. Right, I like I like this. Now we're stepping it up to the final, right? Like now yeah. we're stepping whatever. it up. Whatever. Now we're stepping it up to whatever. Whatever. Like, man, this must be really bad in Minnesota. Fridays and takes over in Minnesota conversation when you bet, and that's different, won't do the job. Whatever can be used to express disappointment. Mm. Your work is good, bud. We've got no complaints. But we're going to have to let you go. It's the economy. Also, we lost your retirement fund in junk bonds. Whatever. Or it can express like resignation. That. Yeah. I like that. It's like hey, when you're pissed off, you can just use it for just whatever. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna have to replace I thought it was going to be a nicer whatever honest. I like I thought it was going to be a little more polite of what I, of whatever. But it's still a pretty displeased. It's a displeased whatever, but for the for what it's kind of given at you, you know, like 
I feel like that's a, it's a founded, displeased whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It ain't gonna be cheap. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, okay, so I, uh, you might not have caught that there if you're the uh, <laughs> podcast whatever. listener, you know? Be, but basically, like, they had a, a stage thing here where it was, uh, like, an electrical repairman, and he's, like, fixing the job, and the guy's like, oh, it's gonna be way more expensive than you think, and the guy's like, ah, whatever, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, that's that's an appropriate whatever. If your wife tells you that her sister and brother-in-law are gonna come and stay with you for a few months right. while they find themselves, right. you might say... You bet. Huh? Oh. Or you might say, that's different. But more than likely, you'd say, yeah. whatever. I like it. These are all, these whatever. are, these are things that we can use in day-to-day -day life. Like this is, uh, this is something. Now, there's obviously a lot more to this, but maybe we'll explore this as, as weeks go on. You know, we've, we've only explored the, the basics. You know, of uh, move further into the Minnesotan language. Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. We, could we can do it as, as weeks go on. We can kind of learn a little bit more. But what have we learned today, boys? We've got a you bet, you bet, you betcha. That's different. Oh, that's different. And of it's course, different. the famous whatever, whatever, yeah, whatever. Thing. All I think we've learned a lot here. I think we've learned a lot. Uh, well, we do have two last clips. Let's go to the last two. This one's just called Wayne Scott Rambo. I don't know what it is. Wayne Scott Rambo. Okay. Okay. This box. All right. We got a lot of... All right. I mean, it's all, this looks like a very well-produced, you know, thing with... um. With, you know, running through the jungle, kind of like the, the Rambo yeah, yeah, a lot intro of, sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, there's. I don't know if that was Sylvester. Yeah, that kind of looks like Sylvester's Stallone. Maybe it's a song in tribute to Rambo. Maybe that's what we're looking at. It's like a deep fake. I think this is this might be an AI created uh, thing. Uh, I'm, hang on, I'm gonna check this here. Uh, no, because I, might... I Rambo didn't use a gun like that in and in, in the in any of the Rambo movies. I don't believe. I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out what it is. Wayne Scott Rambo. Um, I'm trying to find more. Apparently this was posted like ten years ago. I st okay, um, so we'll figure it out together. There's no lock without a key. I'm the key to set them free. It's a soldier's destiny. This guy just wanted to make a cool Rambo song. Time we're gonna win. Rambo, Rambo. This yes. time we won't give in. Rambo, Rambo. This time we're gonna fight. Did they try to make a Rambo musical? I think so. I want I want this. 
think I could play Rambo in the musical of Rambo? You're way too thin, man. Nah. You'd have You're to right. get way built. You're right. I mean, but once I get built, because I'm doing it, like I'm doing the muscles and stuff now. Like I've, I've, you know, I'm doing the weights and everything and the logs. I mean, I'll be Rambo soon. I can be Rambo. You think I could be Rambo? You know, Matthew, what do you think? You get the, I could be Rambo. I think Rambo. a few more log runs. Yeah, a few yeah, more yeah. log runs. I yeah, could, you got to do, do a few it. more log runs. But you already got the cutoff. Like, you could already, you yeah, probably yeah, have yeah. some scraps of shirts around to yeah. make a bandana. No, you're actually already a bandana man. Yeah. So. I got half this stuff covered. Yeah, you do have half the stuff covered. I will say that I did find now this. Now that I think about on... it, I pretty much am Rambo. You know, with my mountain man experience and, you know. Except he's in a jungle. Well, mountain. Well, I mean, and all the um prerequisite, like, uh, what was he like? He was like a ranger or some Cut shit. Cut off shirt, bandana. Do you have a machine gun? Trees. Rambo. fight scene this guy's a good rambo the pressure makes me scream Oh wow. Oh. Did he just kill those guys? He just killed those Asian dudes, huh? Well, I mean, he stabbed one and he did shove the other one over. Mm. So probably both dead. Probably. Like good song. This is a good song. Good song. And it's definitely so it's from France and it is a Rambo lookalike. So this is a real dude. Oh, you found Scott. it. You found it. Yeah, I think they. You can buy the vinyl on Discogs, and then how? What uh, year? What year? Can you get a year for it? Nineteen eighty-five. Oh, this is French Rambo. French disco Rambo. French disco Rambo. We need to make the music musical of French disco mix. Rambo. Wait, did this guy write a whole like Rambo themed album? I'm only seeing the the acapella and the in, or the vocal and the instrumental. So. Oh, so maybe maybe he just did maybe this is one song. He's got other tracks that are other yeah. Cool I shit. found something on something called DangerScience.net, and it's like they and obviously I can't watch it, but they found an extremely amusing interview with this guy on a French TV show filmed sometimes in the eighties. And they say there's a terrific dance sequence at the end. This is amazing. I like French disco Rambo. In 85, this guy put a lot of time and energy into this. 
fade into the slow sunset fade. slow fade into the sunset i'm for it so while he did do a lot of like rambo-esque stuff with the knife rambo also shot like a lot, a lot of, of people yeah he did and he this did. rambo didn't fire one single bullet well you know neutral country <laughs> so he had to but he had to write the song yeah. Then he had to record. Well, he came yeah. up with the idea and he was uh-huh. like, I'm kind of a Rambo lookalike. Then he like wrote the song. Then he's like, I got to pay money to get studio time to produce it, to make it better. And then and then I he mean, had to film that video like in France. Like then, how do you film a jungle to, scene in France? In 1985, I will say it looks like he put a fucking shit ton of effort and I'm, time into that. He did. And I want to command good old Wayne Scott. We'll, you know. I don't think that's probably his real name, but that's okay. Give him Uh, one big wee-wee. Hey, happy family. So in 2017, the Pew Research Center released a projection of how religions are expected to grow in the next 45 years. And many of you were surprised to see Barneyism on this list coming up in fifth place just behind Judaism. So obviously, you've heard the beginning of this piece here. This is why a, does why does everyone else get like a real nice name like Barneyus and then Judaism? They're just like added Jews. Well, <laughs> we know why. There are a lot of you out there who haven't even heard of this before. As a Barneyist myself, this came as no surprise, as the core messages of Barneyism are universal, inclusive, and optimistic, with a focus on emotional and environmental literacy, which are rapidly becoming the highest concerns of younger generations. I'm not, out of principle, ever going to become a Barneyist because I'm not doing that. I don't, th- and I think this is a stock image that they're showing us that you paused on here. Probably. I don't think these people are Barneyists. No. So, what exactly is Barneyism? Well, skeptics and apostates alike will mischaracterize the faith as worshipping the purple mascot of a children's TV show. But that's just a fallacious straw man. I mean, would you describe Christianity as worshipping Jim Caviezel's portrayal of Christ in The Passion? Or would you describe Buddhism as simply worshipping a statue of Buddha? No, of course not. These are just portrayals of the founder of their respective religions. And just the same, the Barney that you're familiar with is a portrayal of ours. And just as the... Bit or not bit? Troll or not troll? I want to I want to lean into bit. Me too. It I do too, but I think but I think that there's fucking people out there that actually do this. Yeah. Yeah. There were historical figures of Abraham and Jesus and Siddhartha Gautama and Muhammad and so on. 
we believe there was an historical Barney. This is just an approximation of his name, as his true name can't be pronounced by the human tongue. Now, whether or not he was actually purple and green remains up for debate, like as versions. we can't know for sure what color tyrannosaurs really were, but paleontologists have admitted this coloring is possible. What's most important to understand about the dinosaurs of the late Cretaceous is that while they didn't achieve the scientific or technological advancements of... I think it's a bit. I think, I think it's a bit. I think I can't I'm, too, find... I'm too they, mad. I'm too mad. They, they just took it too far by saying I'm... that the dinosaurs didn't have the, scien no. like the scientific... Yeah, that was... I'm, at, I'm, I'm, was I'm over it. I want more Rambo instead. Thank you very much. Rambo, Rambo. Yeah. What if Rambo would come out of that jungle shot with the Barney dinosaur, the T-Rex, like in the background? Well, we wouldn't have a Barney anymore. Rambo wouldn't tolerate that. No. Especially this French Rambo. Yeah. French <laughs> Rambo doesn't dig your goddamn Barneyists. Thank you very much. Like, yeah. That's not happening. That's not happening. That's not happening. Thank this you. Guy, this thank guy you was French, French Rambo. Rambo because... The French people, like, they don't have a lot of heroes. It's true. You know, he, I, don't, this, I don't even know if they would consider this guy one of their heroes. <laughs> Probably not. Well, he, he might not be one of theirs, but he's one of mine. Thank he you very much. He cut barbed wire? Right. Look, With a one pull of a knife. Yeah. Nothing. Like, nothing. It's, it's French Rambo, bro. Oh, God, this song's so good. Listen to it. This time we're gonna win. Oh, he didn't even use the gun. You're right, Mikey. The bow and arrow. Well, and he fights like all those guys at the end with a shotgun in his hand. His hand yeah. But he doesn't use it. And he's holding the like butt of it on his like bicep where like if he did shoot that, it would like fucking knock his arm back. I don't know. He, I... It would wreck his arm. Yeah, he would yeah. have a bad time. It probably would. Anyway, guys, that was you know you want him, baby. You know we got him, baby. You know you want him, baby. You know we got him, baby. Class. You know we got him, baby. Woo, boys man what do you rate that one i mean that rates pretty high for me i mean french rambo kind of like i mean that sort of takes the cake you know uh honey bee over there that was pretty fucking great and then minnesotans teaching us about their ways those were all good. These are all, all great. These are all great clips. Uh, I'm gonna go with this is a this is an eight point nine for me. This is an eight point niner. That's really high. It is. It is. Yeah. Honeybee and Rambo both really bumped it up. Bumped it up. Eight point eight. All right. Eight point eight. Eight point nine. Wow. You know what do you what do you, Matthew Matthew. I feel like I'm going to be the one bringing it down. Oh, you're going to wow. be a low but guy on. I rate on my own when I listen to you guys. That's so, fine. That's but fine. I'm I'm going eight point four. Eight point four. That's perfectly fine. You can do whatever you like. Not very low. What, Not bad. What what a real drag this guy is. Huh? Like, just, Sorry. Uh, just coming whatever. in here. Just this Canadian whatever. guy. This guy. Like, whatever. This, this whatever guy. You whatever. bet. You bet. You bet. You bet. No, we when he said uh, eight point four, we should have been like, 
Oh, that's different. Yeah. That's, that's you're different. right. You're yeah. right. We didn't learn anything. We didn't learn anything. 8.4. That's different. Mike, Mike, yeah, you Mike. guys got to really, you got to go to Minnesota and immerse yourself in the culture to really just, it's like Spanish, French, you know? If you don't stay there, you lose it. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back from a break, I want you to tell us all about the t-shirt idea that you had for Ono Radio Oh, yeah, my t-shirt idea. Yeah, we absolutely need to do that. But when we do need to take a break, before we do, though, I uh, I needed to show you guys something. Because our good old Clip Commander, you know, he he likes to send your captain gifts every once in a while. You he know, before, send me shit. Before he goes on vacation and whatnot. And he knows... He knows, like, I'm a wrestling fan. He knows I'm a WWE right. fan. He knows I like to drink. He knows I like to fanny pack and drink. So the man got me this little uh, gem right here. And this boy, bad boy. Oh, my God. Is not I've only never a belt. i more jealous It's not my only life. a belt. It is a fanny pack belt. That also, that also is an igloo cooler. It is an igloo cooler that can fit four beers inside of its championship. Inside that of its championship. Badass. That's pretty cool. And, <laughs> yeah, so there you Fucking go. I love that. <laughs> when you I see am me, jealous. When you see me walking around with my title belt, you know what's up. I got a couple beers in there. Got a couple beers in there? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna come steal that title belt. Maybe you are. Maybe you're beer. not. Uh, you, hey, oh, not. and here, to be fair, if I see you out, <laughs> I assume you have a, a couple beers. That's, that's a fair assumption. It is a fair assumption. Uh, you guys want to take a uh, 15 minute break and get back to this thing in just a few with a little bit of oh no 2.0? You cool with that? That sounds good to me. Let's sounds, do it. Sounds great to me as well. Uh, Matthew, thank you again for joining us. Where do we thank find you, you on the internet and the things that you talk about? Promote the wrestling. Yeah, things that I talk about. Oh no, wrestling. That's so, it. oh, that uh, show. I heard about that. Yeah, there's a little show, show called Oh No yeah, Wrestling. Yeah, if you are yeah. a fan of the Graps, uh, we get together every single week with our good buddy Duncan and we talk about wrestling. Uh, you can check sure us out do. at facebook.com slash. Uh, ono wrestling, uh, ono wrestling.com. Put in ono wrestling and you'll find it on any sort of uh, streaming or podcast service that you get your podcasts on. That's absolutely true. Mikey, tell us all about how we can find you if you're gaming online. Uh, when I'm gaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash ONRS underscore Mike B. I like to play them first person shooters, city sims, and I believe uh, if I got some time, I'm going to try and finish up Days Gone. It's like a zombie, you're a, an ex-motorcycle gang member fighting zombies. Oh, oh a dude, maybe you can meet meet French, uh, like, fucking uh, French, uh, what's French his face? Rambo. French Rambo. Yeah, French Rambo in the game, and then you can meet up. And, and then, then we'll kill all the zombies. Yeah, you'll be good. Anyway, boys, don't forget about our Patreon. Patreon.com slash ONRS. Twitch.tv slash ONRS Live. 407-906-6466 if you ever want to leave a voicemail. And when we get out of here, for your first segment of the week, what do we say, boys? 
Fuck him. Hail Satan.